Welcome to the Social Plunge. Your blueprint for plumbing and HVAC businesses social media optimization with your marketing masterminds, Stephen and Michelle. Welcome to the Social Plunge, your plumbing and HVAC SEO social media podcast. Steve will not be here today, but I have some very exciting information for you. And uh, I have Stephanie in the studio. Hey, Stephanie. Hi, Michelle. And we are going to talk about creating great content for the web. And this is really great because it goes beyond Facebook. Normally, we talk a lot about Facebook and Twitter here. And this is really going to touch on making great blog posts, Google Plus, and sort of just in general, all of the things that you want to take into consideration when you're writing for the web. Stephanie, I think that a great place to start is with what you do here at HVAC SEO and, uh, you know, just give everybody a rundown of, of what your responsibilities are. Sure. I work on content with a focus on developing strong copy for our clients' websites. One of our goals is highlighting our clients' strengths, and my job is to make sure those strengths really stand out to readers. If someone is drowning from a burst pipe, we want them to look at our client's website and say, without hesitation, I'm calling these guys. So we want readers to feel trust and peace of mind, and that's what we portray through our client's website. Yeah, I think it's so important to have sort of a very personable approach to writing, and I think it makes a lot of sense to sort of highlight that, especially when people are in such a time of stress. Um, like they typically are when they want to call an HVAC contractor or a plumber. So what got you started in the business of writing for digital? Well, like a lot of people, I sort of stumbled into web writing and internet marketing. I previously worked in book publishing. Even though I love books and I love to read, writing marketing copy for books is substantially different from writing copy for, say, a small business. When you are writing for a small business, you are solving a problem. You're trying to find out what your customers are looking for and you have to address their needs as clearly as possible. I was always drawn to this type of no-nonsense writing where you get right to the point, here's what we can do for you, here are the benefits of working with us, and that's what we do here for our clients' websites. Once I started learning more about SEO and web copywriting, I realized there's so much we can do for businesses, especially small businesses that are looking to grow. Because once you have strong content in place, all the other elements like web design, SEO, everything will play off each other much more smoothly and you will have a much better chance of catching and holding a reader's attention. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I think a lot of people falter when they write for the web and that, you know, there's this huge focus on SEO and on analytics and you definitely want to take those things into account, but I feel like you can't underestimate the importance of making it all come together with great branding. And I think branding, branding is one of the hardest things to do. It's very abstract and uh, having a great writer definitely helps. I just want to break it down kind of for our listeners. What makes a great site or, and what are the elements of a, of a great page? Well, with any website, you want to make sure all of your pages provide essential content for your readers. Um, this means each page should inform and then lead the readers to a call to action. For plumbers and HVAC companies specifically, you want to include pages for all the services you provide. You want to make sure customer testimonials are featured prominently, for example, at the top of the home page. Uh, Basically, you want your site to communicate that you are capable and experienced in your field 
and that you have satisfied customers to back it up. If you start to think of your site in more economical terms, that every space should be filled with material that will get your reader one step closer to calling you, it will be easier to present yourself as that go-to plumber or that go-to HVAC expert. Yeah, and it's, it's very different in a lot of ways with social media, but there is a similarity in that you want everything to sort of be placed in an accessible way. We've talked about sort of minimally incorporating certain things like CTAs, Facebook apps, for example, that link your Twitter account to your Facebook page. All of these things really um, make a huge difference. I'm not sure if we've discussed this before on our show, but there is now special book now button that is essentially a CTA on a Facebook page. So it's very similar to a blog. It's clickable and shareable. So you definitely want to add that and it should be right on the top bar sort of where uh, right next to your profile picture you should have the option of creating a CTA button and that's really useful for any business on social media. I really wanted to talk about about great content specifically just because clients that we work with are often missing a lot of a lot of the elements of a great site and are usually they come to us with with a certain idea about how they should approach their internet marketing that is really doesn't go as in depth as maybe it should. Stephanie what do you think uh, our clients are usually missing in terms of copy on their pages? Well two things come to mind. First not honing in on their customers needs. Many websites say things like we are the plumbing experts or we're the best plumbers. Well, anyone can say that really. You're not telling the customer how you can help them specifically. This is where a lot of businesses have trouble in their web copy because they are focusing on their company's features without mentioning how that relates to their customer's problem. So for example, if you provide same day service Mention that you can give your customer peace of mind faster with same-day service. Always connect what you can offer with how it can solve your customer's problem. The second thing we notice is sometimes a client will focus too much on SEO itself, and it shows in their web copy. With the Panda update, as most of you know, we can't write things like New York plumber or plumbing in New York five times every other line. You have to write for a human reader first, Google second. SEO is important to get your website ranked and discovered, but it works best when paired with well-written content. Actually, what we're doing now for our client sites is developing a homepage that will, that will hook readers in from the get-go. Um, and we're doing this by analyzing our client's potential target audience. We have created a sort of model customer and accounted for her every need, desire, and fear. Interesting. Yes. So by doing this, by knowing what your customer is looking for, such as reliable service, for example, and by knowing what they are afraid of, such as getting ripped off, you will be able to hone in on their exact mental state of mind as they read your site. And if you provide what they are looking for, they're more likely to pick up the phone and call you. Definitely. I think uh, it makes a lot of sense to sort of take your marketing to the next level by uh, sort of thinking about person that you're trying to reach as opposed to, you know, just thinking about how you're going to get people's attention. It's not necessarily about your phone number and the name of your brand getting out there. I think it's about the context of those um, pieces of information and like where, how you place them great copy or a great Facebook post or a great ad. 
Definitely. So we wanted to have a bit of a Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Google Plus, and blog, um, WordPress blog workshop here. And uh, I think that first and foremost, I think language and tone is uh, something that we need to really think about as a brand. And it's where a lot of things, a lot of, it's where a lot of plumbers and HVAC contractors um, sort of fail in their marketing, um, their capacity to sort of seem like they're, they have a unique character and that they stand out from the rest of the plumbers and the HVAC contractors out there. So, Stephanie, what kinds of language would you suggest and and what works well for our clients? Like, what kinds of uh, tones do we sort of incorporate? Well, this is a good question because it actually depends on how the individual client wants to be portrayed. We try to strike a balance between formal yet conversational. And again, you have to remember your main audience if you cater to commercial customers and business owners, your content and tone will be different from a company that caters to homeowners. And as Michelle mentioned, every company has that one thing that makes them different from the competition. Even though all of the other plumbers can clear a clogged drain, maybe you can do it faster, maybe your technicians are friendlier, maybe you specialize in a service that is unique to your company. You want to highlight what you do best and communicate how that can make your customer's life easier. What your customer really wants. When they say, I need sewer line repair, they are actually saying, I cannot stand my toilet overflowing every time I flush and I just want my bathroom to be normal so I'm not late to work every morning. If you can hit on that nerve, that pain point, then you are on the right track. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense to to sort of take advantage of the fact that all of your customers have something in common and it's probably their emotional state and how, how they currently feel about what's going on in their home. It's never an easy situation to be in when your toilet's overflowing or, you know, you face potential property damage issues uh, of one kind or another. You know, really thinking about that and taking advantage of the fact that you're a service that helps put people at ease can make people respond really well to any kind of content. You pretty much want it to be worth people's time and to really speak to how they're feeling. So with that, I I wanted to talk a little bit about four key factors that I found really works well for blog posts, social media, digital marketing in general. And I call them the three B's. So it's a boldness, brevity, beauty, of course, and usefulness or shareability. So you want to make sure that your posts and your content are bold in the sense that you're showing yourself, as we talked about earlier. You really want to reveal to everyone who you really are and what makes you what makes you interesting and what makes you unique. You also really want to be very brief with your content. This especially goes for social, which already has limits on characters and how many words you can use in a post, but you definitely want to give yourself even more limits. On Facebook, 40 characters has been shown to receive 86% high engagement. That's a crazy number and 40 characters is a very, very short post. But people really like to digest very simple pieces of information and if you can get your point across in as little words as possible, it's definitely going to be a more condensed and stronger post. So uh, for Twitter, you definitely want to stay within 100 since it's more text-based and when you do that, you get 17% higher engagement. So this is definitely across across platforms. On Google+, Plus, 60 characters characters gets you something like 60% better engagement. So this really works. And this 
ties into making great headlines for your pages and for your posts. Um, according to Kiss Metrics, they did a study on this recently, the most effective headlines are six words in length. And it's pretty interesting why. The human brain tends to look at a sentence or any piece of information and best absorb the first three bits of a group and the last three. So if you have a six word long he headline, you're pretty much optimizing your headline to work with how people naturally perceive things and they can sort of look at the first three and last three words and put them together and really absorb what your content is going to be about. That makes them more likely to look at it in the first place. And this has a lot to do with the kind of posts that you're making. You want to be very clear what you're trying to talk about in the video that you're linking to on your Facebook page or within your blog. So as soon as you write your title, you want to make sure that you're pointing back to what, what it's about in the first place. And there are five basic types of posts on social media that work best. And it's how-to posts, posts that tell you how to do something, a DIY, for example, post, list posts, um, posts that describe a particular thing or service, posts that explain why a user should be doing something or uh, thinking about something in a certain kind of way, and video posts. Now, there are many studies across the web that consistently show that list posts perform the best. So if you're ever trying to think of gosh, like, what am I going to post on my blog? You're running out of ideas. You've already talked about every single service ad nauseum. You definitely want to come up with a quick list. Recently, we had a blog post that performed really well, and it was, you know, 10 or 15 or five, you know, top brands uh, that we recommend for X service or the, the top five ways to lower your energy bill. And the list goes on. I think people really respond well to it because it's simple and it helps them. You want to be helpful and useful, which is the next factor after brevity in great content. In order for something to be shareable, you want it to be useful. You want it to not be a cheap ad. You don't want to just say, like, look at me, here I am. You want to say, look at me, here I am. I'm an expert and I'm useful on the web. And that is how you get real quality followers and people sort of sharing your content. You want to make yourself the boss when it comes to DIY plumbing tips of one kind or another or bathroom decorating. You definitely want to focus on working around your tone and the, the kind of brand that you are to make sure that you're uh, setting yourself apart and also sharing sharing how you can help others set themselves apart. So uh, that's really important in, in shareability and usefulness. Beauty I talked about a bit in previous episodes, but that's another key to social media and blogs as well. You want to create great sort of graphic representations of data, for example. You want to have a very simple design but, but design that is effective. So in, in the same sense that you want your copy and the words you use to describe your brand to be concise and short, you want your images to tell a story and encapsulate who you are every single time. And I think that it's a lot easier than it sounds to do. You definitely want to keep it simple and personal. It's really helpful to maybe have a quote made into an image using a certain program like Canva or a fun fact infographic about the percent of people using a toilet every five minutes. Some great ideas. I, I know it can be a little difficult to sort of come up with this stuff on the fly. If you have any pictures from company events, like a photo album of your last Christmas party or some community outreach program that 
you did. Those always perform so well. Facebook actually will give you better ranks on their newsfeed if you have personal content and pictures tagged with employees of your company and people love it. And you definitely want to make sure things are 1200 by 1200, which image sizes we've discussed before. And uh, it, it's just so important to discuss it again, because when you create an image, you want it to be the right size. So yeah, it all goes back to being beautiful, being quality and really adding value to people's time and and making all the effort worthwhile. I read something very interesting today about having purpose-driven media. And this is something that's really not intuitive to think about. You wanna be more than a brand and you wanna be more than just um, somebody who does something for someone in exchange for money. You want to show yourself as having values and having a sense of of trying to help others and and make a difference. And I think this really sets um, apart great brands from good brands. Yeah, that's very important, especially in social media. You don't want to always be in the mindset of selling, selling, selling. You also want to provide information for your customers, whether it's a how-to, a do-it-yourself, as Michelle mentioned earlier. You want to provide useful content that your customers can take immediate action on and possibly benefit from. Our next episode is going to speak a little more in depth about the person that we want to think about when we're posting on any platform online. So stay tuned. That was The Social Plunge. I'm Michelle. I'm Stephanie. And we're signing off. Thanks everyone.